episode 57 of the Project Me podcast. Hello from Ibiza. I had wanted to record this episode just after my birthday last month, but I realized I didn't have my podcasting mic here, so I needed to wait for my husband to bring it to me. And even now I've got it, but I'm using a different computer than I normally use. And so I hope this is going to sound as good as normal. So I wanted to share about what happened on my birthday this year. It was such a special birthday. It wasn't a big number. I turned 57, but it was one of those unexpectedly wonderful birthdays that happened very magically and spontaneously. And I'm just realizing now that this so happens to be episode 57. That's a very fun coincidence. So I'm going to recall how all of this unfolded. It was Monday, August 21st, And I knew my birthday was on the Thursday, the 24th, and I knew that as of yet, I had no plans. It was coming up to the end of our summer family holiday time in Ibiza. My husband needed to head back to Madrid for work. Our 23-year-old son, Max, would also be returning to work, him going to Brussels on Friday. And our younger son, Marco, was about to turn 21 just a week after my birthday, and he wanted to get back to the UK to get sorted out for his final year of university. So Marco was asking me if I wanted him to stay for my birthday, what were the plans? And I said, quite truthfully, I have no idea. I quite wanted him to stay, but I wasn't really enticing him with any solid plans. So I told him if flights are cheaper to leave before Thursday, I guessed I was okay about that. The truth was how I'd honestly have loved to have spent my birthday was doing something soulful. I'd had the most incredible birthday two years previously here in Ibiza when my family had to all leave the island and I spent my birthday evening in a healing ceremony in a yurt with Lydia, the crystal healer, and I had the most profound experience imaginable. I shared that story back in episode 26, if you haven't heard that one. It's called Crystal Healing in Ibiza. And then last year, I spent my birthday at the hippie market at Las Dahlias here, where an event called Namaste landed on my birthday, and I got to dance under the stars, and the vibe was so soulful, and I even bumped into Lydia, the crystal healer there. So it was the Monday just before this year's birthday, and I decided to send a text to my wonderful Kundalini teacher, Nicole, at Elevate Ibiza. Just kind of told her it's my birthday on Thursday, and I was just asking her to let me know if there's anything soulful happening that day or that evening. I didn't even really know what I meant, but just anything. And while I was waiting for her reply, my husband suggested sunset drinks and a nice dinner out, and I was okay with that. It sounded lovely. Both boys decided to stay in Ibiza for my birthday, and yeah, it was going to be great. Then, the very next morning, I go to Nicole's Kundalini class, and she says, Hey, I got your message, and I've been looking into whether you'd be able to come to a private cacao ceremony that I'm leading at the Petunia Hotel on Thursday, on your birthday. It's for a hotel hotel guest. Normally, it's just for hotel guests, but she said that she was asking if my family could come. And my first reaction was, Oh my God, that would be amazing. Nicole is the one who leads the closing cacao ceremonies at my women's retreats, and it is off the charts incredible. But my second reaction is thinking of trying to sell this to my husband and the boys. Like instead of going out for the sunset and dinner idea, like going to a cacao ceremony, like not their cup of cacao. 
Then get a load of this. Nicole goes on to tell me that she knows of one other woman who's going to be coming on Thursday who is also celebrating her birthday, her 60th, and she's going to be bringing her husband and their two sons who are in their 20s. (laughs) And she says, the husband isn't really into this stuff, but he's respectful and he's going to be joining in. (laughs) And that is absolutely what gave me the impetus to not just write the idea off and to actually propose it to my family. And I believe they said yes when I mentioned this other mirror family of ours with it being her birthday too and and their sons also being in their 20s. So Nicole confirmed that we could all attend and I felt so deliriously excited. My husband then got the idea to host a little barbecue at our house the day before my birthday and to invite two special friends who were visiting the island. And then we'd all go together to the hippie market where it was another namaste event. We went, we had loads of fun dancing and laughing and counting down to my birthday at midnight as if it was New Year's Eve. Then on the morning of my birthday, there was a gentle tap on my bedroom door and it was from my son Max asking if I wanted to join him on the roof for sunrise We'd done this last year on my birthday too, and it was so special again. The dawn of a new day, a celebration of another year of life on this beautiful planet, another spin around the sun. And as my birthday card, Max gave me an Ibiza postcard showing a gorgeous photo of the magic mountain of Esphedra at sunset, which ended up being the view that I ended up having later that night on my birthday. Like incredible that he chose that card without really putting two and two together, I don't think. And I hope he won't mind what I wrote on the back of this postcard because it touched me so deeply. He wrote, Dear Mom, wishing you a very happy birthday. Your kind heart, compassionate, caring, and loving nature has shaped who I am in a very positive way. I am eternally grateful for you and for everything you have done to support, love, and care for me and our family. I appreciate you so very much, and I have enjoyed spending the last three weeks with you. Have a wonderful day and night. I love you very much, Max. And (laughs) the reason I get so extra emotional about this is because Back when Max was so little, I did this written exercise called Fly on the Wall. You pretend that your child is now an adult in the pub talking to their friends. I think they even said, like, you know, have it be your child is in their 20s. They're at the pub. They're talking to their friends. So, like, you know, the age Max is at now. And you, they're talking to their friends about what you were like as a mother growing up. And you are a fly on the wall listening to what they say about you. What would you want them to say? And I basically wrote what Max said in this card. You know, I wrote that I want him to feel that I have, you know, shaped him in a positive way, that I was kind, that I was caring and loving, that I was supportive. I mean, all these words that he went on to write about me was what I had written back then in that exercise. And if you read my book or you've heard earlier episodes of this podcast, you'll know that I was not the parent I wanted to be in the early years. And it was doing this fly-on-the-wall exercise that showed me that if I wanted my kids to say these lovely things about me as a parent, I needed to change my ways drastically. 
I needed to stop the shouting, to listen with my heart, to parent with my heart and not my ego that was always flying off the handle. It was definitely the catalyst for starting my project me and taking care of myself so I'd have the energy to be a calmer parent. So yeah, what a card to receive. <laughs> um, okay, so after the sunrise with Max, my soul sister Denise came over. Denise is who I'd spent that crystal healing birthday in the yurt with a couple of years ago. And she was, of course, happened to be on the island and free to spend my birthday morning with me. So we joyfully set off on a seaside walk together. We went to my favorite magical spot and we got out the Osho Zen tarot cards. I wanted to do a birthday spread for myself. I love doing that every year. And I shuffled the deck. And then at the last minute, I, I asked her to cut the deck. And she says she saw a flash of my Katmandu's eye on a card and knew that that was the place to cut the deck. And my seven-card flying bird birthday layout was phenomenal. It was filled with so many insights. I'm continuing to journal on each card that came up. I'm remembering I got the rainbow-colored angel card. I mean, hello, have you seen my podcast episode? It's angel-colored wings, rain, rain, sorry, rainbow-colored angel wings. And the message of this card was that I need to listen to my own inner guidance, not to outside voices. And I also drew the queen of rainbows. <laughs> and that card was to remind me to be in my joy and to spread my flowers everywhere for others to enjoy too. And when I drew the playfulness card, Denise smiled. One of the gifts she was about to give me was a frisbee. A reminder to be playful, to not take life so seriously, to be like a child and just have fun. My final card was consciousness. The numberless card. The no mind. Transcending the thinking mind. And this is my focus for this year ahead. To trust my inner guidance system, to get out of my head, to play, to be in my joy. All will blossom and grow and explode into a gorgeous and abundant garden when I do this. Denise also gave me uh, some other gifts. She gave me a power bracelet amulet with the goddess Isis on it. I am in my power when I'm wearing that bracelet. And ever since she gave it to me, Isis keeps showing up in my life. I even drew the Isis card at my Kundalini class last week. I'd know nothing about Isis, but now I'm wearing the bracelet. I'm reading these messages from the card. And I drew another card at, at, at um, my Kundalini class, which was the, the brother son husband of Isis I was like wait a second like Isis I, I'm definitely being called by her magic and you can see the power amulet bracelet on my Instagram and more about Isis I wrote about it my handle on Instagram is Kelly Kelly Project Me Denise also gifted me a shell that she'd found while walking on the beach it has the shape of an angel wing I'm just thinking, gosh, if I had walked on the beach and I'd seen a shell that had an angel wing on it, I would, I would want to keep that for myself. And like, it just shows you how selfless Denise is. She's, she thought of me and she just wanted to gift it to me. I mean, I'm going to treasure this always. I think it's magical. And she also pulled three cards from the deck for herself. 
and there were tears, such powerful messages. This deck is most definitely a clear conduit for valuable information to flow through. And it was Denise who gifted me this deck a few years ago. And this is the deck I use in my intuitive tarot sessions with people, and they are magical. Then we walked to a local restaurant for yummy acai bowls for breakfast, and then we parted ways. And I promised to fill her in on that evening's cacao ceremony. And so here we go. That evening, we were just about to drive to the opposite end of the island, and my son Max, of all people, was showing resistance to coming. He's always been my most spiritually open-minded member of my family, but he was asking, what's this about, and tell me what this is, and and saying, if there's dancing, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that in front of people, and he was just starting to get like really, yeah, just showing a lot of resistance to coming, and I was just breathing through it and praying he'd open up once we got there. And we arrived. The location was stunning. This Petunia Petunia Hotel, it was a bit of a dump back when we lived on the hill directly above it 20 years ago, but now it is absolutely gorgeous. And the ceremony was incredible. Nicole explained that we'd be drinking ceremonial grade cacao, a gentle, heartwarming plant medicine from Guatemala. This particular one comes from a women's cooperative and their feminine energy goes into it. We were invited to come up two at a time to receive a cup of the cacao and my heart swelled like a balloon to see my husband and Max walk up to the front together to kneel down and to graciously accept their cups while this gorgeous music played and the sun was setting and the stunning colors of the sky over Asvedra It was pure magic. I'm looking at this postcard that Max gave me on my birthday, and it was like this postcard. I need to post a picture of this on my Instagram so you can see it. Um, I did, you can watch a reel if you go back to, I guess it was the day after my birthday or maybe a couple days after my birthday, so around the end of August. Um, You can watch my reel on Instagram to see what I mean about the magic of it all. You can see Max and my husband going up to the front and getting their cacao and just, uh, just a little reel to kind of share the magic of it. And mostly for myself, I just wanted to be able to watch it again and again and remember it all. So the other birthday woman and her family were indeed there. And Nicole did such a beautiful tribute to us. She called us the female goddesses of our masculine families because this other woman um, has, you know, boys and her husband, she's the only female in her family too. And yeah, I'd much rather think of myself as the goddess of my family rather than the matriarch. And I was wearing my brand new Isis goddess bracelet. When it was time to dance, I boogied, on, I boogied on over to the other birthday goddess and I held her hands and we looked into each other's eyes and said happy birthday. It was so special. And then at the end of the ceremony, during the powerful meditation, some coincidences began to occur to me. This Petunia Hotel is directly below where our first home in Ibiza was, which is in a direct line in front of Esfedra this mystical, legendary rock that juts out of the sea. And this was the location where I'd first met my kundalini yoga teacher, Nicole, in 2007. She did my hair and makeup for a party. And then she bought my baby car seat off me when she was pregnant. There's just all these coincidences around that. I won't go into all of that, but it's just incredible. And I'm like suddenly laying there 
And I'm thinking behind my head, I'm laying flat on my back, behind my head is where I met Nicole and directly in front of me is Nicole and Vedra. And I'm just thinking about timelines and just, it was just kind of blowing my mind. Um, So, you know, I bought the, when Nicole bought the baby car seat off of me um, when she was pregnant, I didn't see her again after that for 12 years. It was 2019 on my birthday, and my husband had gifted me a kundalini yoga class and a massage, and Nicole showed up. And we looked at each other in amazement. She was now a kundalini teacher. (laughs) So (laughs) here I was again on my birthday with Nicole doing kundalini again, overlooking Asvedra where we'd first met 12 years previously. Life's synchronicities never fail to amaze me. At the end of the cacao ceremony, we were all lying on our backs under the moon and stars. I was holding hands with my family and feeling the highest, purest levels of joy and bliss. It was really indescribable. What more could I possibly ask for, really? And after the ceremony, I went over and talked to my birthday twin, who told me her name was Karen, and she introduced me to one of her sons, Brett. And we both agreed it was a magical event, but neither of us knew yet about another synchronicity that was playfully unfolding in the background. The very next morning, someone arrived at my door. I'd almost forgotten that I'd arranged for someone to come and collect some chairs I'd advertised for sale on Facebook Marketplace. And guess who that someone turned out to be? (laughs) Brett who I'd just met after the ceremony 12 hours earlier, the son of my birthday twin, Karen. He was with Karen's husband, who'd also been at the cacao ceremony. We just looked at each other and we're like, whoa, what are the chances of this? I mean, I'd listed those chairs for sale months ago, and I'd finally gotten someone interested in them about a week before my birthday, and we had just been kind of trying to arrange when they could come and get them. I said, definitely not on Thursday. I didn't mention it was my birthday, but I just said, not on Thursday. So we arranged for Friday morning. (laughs) And yeah, my husband was blown away. My son, Max, came downstairs and he spoke to Brett. They're around the same age, I think. And I loved hearing Max telling him how much he enjoyed it beyond anything he'd expected. And Brett did too. And then I sent Nicole a picture of myself with Karen's husband and son at my house. And she was amazed. She said we were mirror families of each other. So I look forward to following that breadcrumb trail more and seeing why we were meant to come together like this. And so in the days since then, I've been reflecting on turning 57. I was 47 when I launched my brand new business, myprojectme.com. It was September of 2013. And what a 10 years it has been. I had no idea what was about to unfold for me then. I just kept taking one step at a time. I didn't have any long-term business plan or even a short-term one. And it's been incredible to completely reinvent myself and follow my passions, and make a living out of helping others to create their best lives, and to follow their passions, and to connect with so many women all over the world via my online programs and my membership. I just, whew, gosh, yesterday in my kundalini class, I, I drew a card again, and it was the world, and I keep drawing this card. It's the equivalent of the We Are the World card from my Osho Zen deck, and it is about 
the connections it is about like uniting it's got a picture of like people holding hands all over a globe and I think about my soul plan and I think about how I didn't discover my soul plan until you know later but my soul plan my soul destiny is to bring people together like I just all over the world and yeah I just think about how I did not ever dream of that when I was 47 I definitely still credit uh, Marie Forleo with the entrepreneurial mindset stuff that got me over imposter syndrome. You know, she was my business mentor. You know, she got me over not feeling ready enough and worrying about not being credible enough and all the stuff that holds so many of us back from sharing our gifts with the others. It, I did Marie Forleo's B-School just before my 47th birthday, and it was that one program that set the wheels in motion for me and showed me what was possible and got me ready to launch my business. Like, I think it was, you know, like three or four weeks it was one month after my 47th birthday, actually, that I launched my business. So I am calling this episode, You're Not Too Old and It's Not Too Late, because I hope to inspire anyone younger than me or older than me to always remember those words. You're not too old. Say, I'm not too old and it's not too late. We are only limited by our own minds what we think we are capable of, or what we think is possible for us. I feel like over the past 10 years, I have overcome so many mindset blocks, so many fears and resistances. If you've been following my stories here in this podcast, you'll know all about them. And I hope that they inspire you to not stop when you're feeling the resistances, to not give up, you know, to keep going. Even one year ago, I was still clinging on to the Project Me framework I developed 10 years ago. I was afraid to fully pivot into my soulful work at the risk of losing my audience, turning people off, scaring them away, failing in my business when my business, you know, was doing okay. Like, you know, but I have to say that it was October of last year that I made the decision that now is the time to step more fully into my soul destiny. And it's all coming together so beautifully now. I am really hoping to launch my brand new website next week. It'll mark the 10-year anniversary of when I launched Project Me. So it feels like a very auspicious period, like 10 years later, same week. Um, The photo shoot is now done. Um, The website is almost ready to go live. And now there are some other logistical parts like learning my new email provider software so I can send out beautifully branded newsletters that align with the new messaging and the imagery and the new soulful vibe that my website is going to have. And I really want to run a prize giveaway. You know me, I love giving away stuff. I love winning prizes. I win stuff all the time. And so equally, I love giving opportunities to give away prizes to kind of give back the energy of, of the, the receiving that I've received over my life. I've won so many many prize giveaways. So I love giving away prize giveaways and I'm going to be giving away a prize giveaway to win a soul plan session with me, an intuitive tarot session with me, a place in my high vibe journey program. So I'm going to be doing this via my newsletter. I love my newsletter subscribers. I feel like that is like the way that I stay connected with people. Um, You know, I can share things that way and things that, you know, the algorithms and social media change. People can see your posts sometimes 
sometimes than not see them others, or they just take a social media break. But I feel like my newsletter over these past 10 years, and hello to my newsletter subscribers who have stuck with me for all of this time. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be um, doing a competition for my newsletter subscribers, and I'm going to be segmenting my list. So if you are one of my early newsletter subscribers, there's going to be a separate competition for you to say thank you. <laughs> um, and then if you are a brand new subscriber or you've subscribed later, I'm going to be doing a separate competition for you. So really, if you're hearing this before, I would say before September 21st, 2023, then sign up for my newsletter list at myprojectme.com. And after that date, you'll be able to head over to the new site, kellypietrangeli.com, and there will be a new sign-in. And yeah, I'm going to be, there's a lot of moving parts, like I said, to make all of this flow like I want it to, but I am choosing for this to be easy. That's always my, my affirmation, my mantra. I'm choosing for this to be easy. I am especially excited that I'm going to finally have a page on my website dedicated to soul plan sessions with an integrated booking system. So you can just choose a date and a time and pay for it all in one go. That's going to be so amazing. Um, I, 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 I wish I'd known my soul plan back when I was 47 or even younger. I'd have felt so much more confident about what I was doing. I wouldn't have second guessed so many things. Ever since I learned what my soul gifts are, what I came here to do, and who I came here to be, I have felt so aligned with my path, and I make decisions so much easier. It's not too old, and it's not too late to keep evolving and expanding into our soul destiny. It's not too late for you either. And so, dear listener, relax your forehead now. And take a long, slow, deep breath in. And let it all out with a sigh. Is there anything you long to do in life, but you feel too old, or that it's too late? Do you feel like you don't know enough, or you don't feel qualified enough? Or that there are too many younger people already doing it so well? Or maybe it feels too daunting because you're thinking too many steps ahead. What might happen if you let go of all the reasons why you can't do it? What might happen if you just set the wheels in motion and begin taking one step after another? What could open up for you? What if it were to all turn out magnificently? Imagine that. What's one small step you can take now to give it lift off? I'm here to tell you that you can do this. Thank you for listening to the Project Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. I appreciate that so much. Remember to join my newsletter list at myprojectme.com or kellypietrangeli.com depending on when you hear this I'm going to be giving away launch prize giveaways until next time open your mind open your heart and stay curious we all need some space in our lives for the magical and unknown